Hello, I'm George and I'm Claire and we're we're blathering on. Hello Hello. and welcome to the Blathering On podcast or welcome back. Um, So yeah, episode two of uh, series two um, and we're starting off with a little recommendation. Um, which yeah. is something we haven't done before. Um, so this is just going to be like a five-minute segment where you're going to talk about something that you've recently watched that you think other people should watch. So this isn't going to be spoilery, I take it. No, it's not going to be spoilery. Although, uh, I mean, although obviously, yeah, with the nature of this programme. Yeah, um, so you might you might already know about this because... Um, okay, yeah. so my so recommendation... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my recommendation is for The Serpent, which is currently available on BBC iPlayer. Um, so it's based on... I don't know about where in America, but it's probably on something in America. Yeah, I um, well, I think BBC do have an American service, don't they? So they may well... It may well be on BBC America. I don't know if they have... I don't know if they have BBC America iPlayer. I don't really know how that works. Anyway, sorry. No, not a clue. Um, so sorry if you're in America and I don't know how this works. Perhaps you'll let us know. Um, but anyway, so um, 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 my recommendation is for The Serpent. It's based on a true story of a serial killer who was known as The Serpent. He's also known as The Bikini Killer because of how his uh, victims were found. Um, so it's about, basically it's about the... trying to find him so Herman Knippenberg who um has uh, he basically finds there's a couple who um got murdered by this guy and he's on the trail um and he finds out and he he sort of constructs the case against him we do see a lot from the from the um killer who's name is Charles Sabrage and his girlfriend Marie-Andre Leclerc um, there are some awesome, awesome uh, women in this as well. Herman Knippenberg's wife Angela, um, who is just. Have Have you Have you said where this is set as well? Just. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I haven't said where it's set. So it's it's ba- basically it starts out in the nineteen seventies. Um, in Thai. In Thailand. In Thailand. Um, well, it's in um sort of Asia um mostly so so Thailand Nepal Pakistan. Um, but it, it does go across well, so it, it takes in France. Because he's travelling, isn't he? Yeah. The killer travels. Exactly. And Marie-Andre Leclerc comes from um, Quebec, so she's uh, French-Quebecois. Um, <clears throat> basically, um, he is... He basically attacks these uh, young travellers. Um, he sort of posts himself as a gem dealer and and things like that and then um it's how he kills them and that sort of thing but i mean it so it goes from the 70s but actually he only really got caught in the 2003 i think it was um so yeah so i mean you know it's something that is probably a more recent thing so yeah that's Probably a bit spoilery, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, well, I mean, it's a, a real case. It's isn't a real it? so... case, so you may well know of it anyway. Um, 
but yeah, it's really interesting. It's really tense in a lot of places as well. Well, I um, think you're saying episode three a lot. Episode I won't say three, anything. yeah, I, have I haven't watched this. Everybody by the way. stressed about episode three because it is incredibly stressful. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and also the other, the other. Sorry. It's okay. It's moving. <laughs> Don't want um, you to get too close, otherwise it'll really peak. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially with my god. Um, and so the uh, yeah, I also just wanted to uh, say about Nadine Jerez, who is a French woman who is one of the characters. She, obviously, she's a real life person, yeah. but um, wow, uh, and a lot of the um, a lot of the names and everything in the program were changed out of respect for the dead. Um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty horrific, but also really interesting mm. and um yeah very tense so cool. if you like that kind of thing obviously be aware of um you know any of your content warnings and that because it's pretty hard going at times yeah <laughs> okay so is that your recommendation that's my recommendation for the week yeah awesome that's that's great well done okay so uh moving on to the uh main thrust of this episode then um, so I will have a Doc 2 segment at the end. It's going to be a little different to the first episode. But before we get to that, we are talking about Alice in Borderland, which is a newish, uh, well, it's pretty new, uh, Netflix show. Yeah. Um, it's Japanese. Um, yeah, it's based on a, a manga, I think. Isn't yes, it? So, a manga, yeah. yeah. Or you know, visual novel, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, it, it, I mean, it was, it is fairly recent because it was, um, it was December, December, wasn't it, that it came December out? last year, December 2020, that it came apparently out. it was filmed in August 2020. So that's pretty f- fast going, I think, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. They've already confirmed a second series. Yeah. Cool. Which is genius. I mean, the, the, the thing is like those sort of, uh, like, oh, uh, saying another second series that those turnarounds come quickly. Uh, the same thing was done for uh, Alex Ryder that I was watching. That got um as confirmed for a second series, uh, like a few weeks after. And yeah. a lot of those do get turned around if they're gonna give another series. They do do quick turnarounds because that was quite a quick turnaround, wasn't it? It was. It was only a couple of weeks from when it was released to to being yeah. confirmed. I mean, obviously, it's not you know not being made just yet, but we're we're very excited anyway. So, yeah. what is the show about? And then we'll both talk about you know what okay, we think so, about the show. Yeah. So, um, obviously, as you can probably gather from the title, it is very loosely, um, sort of based around ideas from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So certain character don't, names yeah, and Yeah, character traits names and... and traits and things like that. Um, Obviously, don't get too stuck on that because I think I spent the whole of the first series going, well, now, who's that supposed to be? Who's yeah. that? And it was a part of it, but it's... Not, um, not a massive part. Not it's, a massive, yeah. yeah. So this is basically in the tradition of death games. So yeah, like a so lot of... A lot of about... yeah, there's a lot of series of mangas like this. Um, where basically, uh... well, as I explained when, because I, I I I did recommend it to my brother, um, and um, as I said to him, think battle royale sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's similar like that. So basically, these sort of, um, what what I mean, what would you call them? Like, 
young adults really aren't they yeah they're um, young adults they're, they're some of them sort of, have jobs some of them don't yeah um well they're all sort of some so of them are older as well aren't they yeah so. so uh so let's just talk about the characters i mean they're all sort of similar age basically so you start out and you've got your three friends so right so you've got arasu kobe uh, yeah kobe and shota um, I'm really sorry if I mispronounced yeah. them because I'm really bad at this. But um, yeah, anyway, they're, so they're three friends. They all live in Tokyo. Um, um, they're sort of, they're all a kind of like stuck uh, stuck in the mud almost, sort of, aren't they? They're sort yeah. of like. Uh, so Arasu so, is Arisu playing is games much... at home and is not really, you know, he hasn't got a job or, you know, so he's sort of stuck in that reality. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, he's very much, so like Alice in Wonderland, actually, I did mean to reread it just before this, but anyway, um, so from what I remember, Alice was being sort of berated for being like um, uh, daydreaming, um, you know, yeah. at the time and... Um, Arasu, who is the Alice. Yeah, you can sort of see Arasu, Alice, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, he is berated by his father for not, you know, not really um, doing anything. He's not got a job. He's. I, I, I should say quickly, we are going to get well. into uh, spoilers later, so yeah. But this yeah. first part, we're just going to be talking about. Well, I mean, this is literally the first five. Uh, fifteen minutes. I think yeah. we're talking about now, aren't we? Okay, Kobe so Kobe is, uh, is he's a bit of a a bit of a tough nut. He works in a bar. He's um obviously wanting to marry the... this girl, isn't he? Wanting yeah, but she's she's already attached to someone else. Well, I don't know if she's actually attached to him or. Well, it's that's really what happens ex... when he comes in. Well, yes, goes... I know, I know that that's yeah, but I'm not quite sure like if they're actually attached because they never quite explain it because she she's obviously in a relationship with Kobe because we see the flashbacks and everything and you know he's intended well to when we meet when we meet them um he's kissing her that that's the the first thing that happens so i don't know if that guy is his just like you know boss comes in yeah who uh, yeah and i believe that they're in a sort of relationship the this girl who is he's kissing well i don't know because i'm sort of wondering if he's like you know forced her into something well, it doesn't it just, it get seems, any more no it doesn't yeah it doesn't explained. really get any, yeah anyway we're getting hung up on that it doesn't yeah, really matter exactly anyway Kobe, I mean, Kobe is sort Kobe of like is... the girl's man you know he's a tough nut he does the punching and he he's quite a well-built lad um <laughs> yeah he's quite tall and and uh, then you've got uh chota who is uh, he's basically adorable. Yeah, we love Chota. He he's quite poor. Um, he's got his mother, who's I think she's he in some does have, cult. He does have a job, and yeah, his mother's in a cult, and he does seem to be paying a lot of money towards his mother's cult. Yes, or whatever it is. Yeah, I I'm I'm not quite sure. Obviously, we could be because obviously I'm not like. I don't know the different things in Japan. Like, I don't know if this is a, you know, something that a lot of people do, but probably I don't really know. So, you know, we say cult, but we don't know a lot, you know, no harm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... But it seems to be some sort of, like... Because we get flashbacks later in, don't we, in, like, episode two. It's basically a religion. She comes to him asking for money, and um, it's about, you know, how... uh, 
how the people are polluting the world. Yeah. But but basically, uh, yeah, Chota is sort of in this stuck position where, you know, he, he's not particularly happy where he is. Apart from, obviously, they're all friends and they, you know, great And they friends. all live in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, they live in a particular part of Tokyo, but yeah. But the interesting thing as well I noticed was, um, like, Arisu and Kobe, that's their... Um, I don't know what you call it because it's not first name in in Japan, is it? Well, I don't know. I guess it would be because you read it backwards, don't you? But um, Chota, that's like his surname. Um, mm. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah. So these three friends, they basically after uh, after some funny stuff. Get basically transported, <laughs> not, in that, sort funny of, stuff. not in that no, sort of, not in that sort of way. They're, they're just having a bit of a laugh. Yeah, they're basically. having a bit of a laugh. Um, they run away from some cops. You'll see what I mean when you watch. Yeah. Um, and then they hide they in the trans- loose. Well, they get transported. They don't really get transported. They're they're hiding. Well, in the yeah, toilet. but when you say, "Oh, you're in a different place," you say, "Oh, they get transported to," you know. Yeah, no, 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 I know. But what I'm saying is they're they, in the they're same not place, driven but everything has basically yeah. changed. Well, not changed, because basically everyone's disappeared. So they so so they step out and it's like, where is everybody? Nobody's there. And then suddenly, uh, later at night, a board comes up and it says, the games are about to commence. Yeah, games are about to commence. go to go this to arena. The, yeah, go to your games arena. Um, um, and so basically what it is, is that, um, so the basic setup for this, for the borderland as it is, is. Tokyo is Amari Celeste. And if you get that reference, right, it just okay, means it's, it's a ship that got abandoned and like the food was still on the tables and that and nobody knows where all the people went. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of ideas and they sort of discuss it. But obviously, so the basic idea is that you have to play these deadly games where you can die. And there's different levels of them as well. Uh, they're all based around, like, the cards, you know. Um, yeah, num- so it's numbers basically... Numbers and all yeah. that. Um, but, uh, so you have to play these deadly games. Um, and if you complete it and survive, then you get some visa. And so you can that live there. That gives you there. time off. Ba- well, sort of time off, yeah. Basically, it gives you time to survive because if you don't have a visa you will you will get shot in the head with a laser beam from the sky (laughs) yeah so basically we are in the spoilers section now so if you haven't seen it i mean that's not really spoilers because that is the basic premise of the of the show yeah okay well okay well i'm gonna wait until well i mean okay the lasers you don't get told about but that is the basic idea of the show yeah um i wouldn't really say that spoilers i mean okay that's all in the first episode basically so it's spoilers for the first episode but it's not really spoilers for like later on because a lot of other stuff happens so i wouldn't really worry about it and i kind of want to talk about spoilers in the second half so should we just sort of talk about how we feel about the show and how good it is and try and get people to watch it Basically. Yes, because you should watch it. Because so, it's really but, good. yeah, but very, very close attention to content warnings because it is quite violent. It is quite violent. It is there's quite a lot of explicitly death. violent. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of like ooh, nasty, icky stuff in yeah, it as well. There's a lot of sexual um, aggression as well. I yeah. think, um, and you know, things like that. So, yeah, you know, just be aware. But um, yeah. 
know. It's really good. If you're in, you know, if 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 you're into that sort of stuff. But if you, you know, you know, if you're into um, really tense. Again, this is another really tense. It is really, really quite action packed as well, but also good sort of puzzles as well. Um, so like each game is d- different; it's not the same game. So like the first one is like to do with like doors and picking to live or to die. I'm yeah. not going to say too much about it, but like um, you know, it's like a puzzle room basically. It's like a bit like an escape room in the first. It is, one. An es- it is like an escape room, but you've got no clues. You just have to. So, well, there are clues, but only if you're. a you're some sort of weird genius who happens to um, no stuff. randomly let's, know let, about these things. Yeah, there's a lot of foreshadowing in the first episode. There is, is there funny. is a lot of foreshadowing. Um, mm. So, yeah, no. Um, there's different ones as well. So there's, like, tag. If you can imagine a tag that's really violent and horrible. Uh, yeah. It's in this. <laughs> yeah. And, and basically, so all the games are based on um, Oh, yeah. So cards. there's a card system. So, so there's you've a card got... system. So you've got, yeah. uh, you've got basically... Um, hang on. I, did, I wrote this down because I wanted to remember exactly what they were. Right, yeah. So you've got... Diamond games, which are games of wits. Mm-hmm. Club games, which are team games. Mm-hmm. Spade games, which are physical strength games. And hearts games, which, which are... are betrayal. Yeah, so basically they're to do with people playing with each other's hearts. Yeah. Um. So it's all to do with like, you know, all, um, you know, to do with betrayal and things like that. So... Yeah. And they are just basically the most horrifying ones, aren't they, really? I mean, they're all pretty horrifying. They're all... <laughs> but but the hearts ones, because, you know... And, and you do you do find that there are no punches pulled. Yeah. Um, With this, you know, it does turn out to be something really horrifying. It does. There are a lot of horrifying moments in this, aren't there? Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Um... The action is great. It's it's a very, very, uh, like, Japanese anime styled in a lot of ways. Like, you have people punching tigers and people yeah. monkeying around buildings and, and just all this sort of stuff. It, it does feel quite a bit like that, and it's great. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it is sort of, you know, obviously not quite gritty real life, but just enough you know sort of thing that it that it both feels well, i was gonna you know, say the um so isagi is one of the um people that they do get to meet um, yeah who, who becomes on. the main character in the in the series she becomes main character um she is actually the rabbit mm. so um yeah yeah the uh, white rabbit with regards to alice in wonderland um yeah and basically yeah, she's not an actual rabbit he doesn't just go <laughs> no. oh, i'm just gonna join this little rabbit over here <laughs> no no, she's not not an actual rabbit. Um, but um, just just speaking of the computer game sort of side of things, she does move and jump across. It made me think of Uncharted. Yes, a lot because of the way that she can do amazing feats. Mm. <laughs> or or uh, Tomb Raider, I suppose, because yeah, she does Tomb a lot Raider. of spins and stuff. She kind of reminds me of like the. 
Uh, it, was the, it was the swinging remake. across and jumping onto things that got me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, there's a lot of tension with the games. There's also a lot of character stuff as well. So if you're not... And sometimes working together works for you and sometimes that, you know, it's, it's like sometimes it works um, in your favour and sometimes it works against you. So like in um, the game of Tag, you know, they have... Um, you know, working together is is a good thing. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, okay, so, you know, there is there is tension with, like, the, obviously, the games and, like, the action and everything, but there's also great character stuff as well, so, like, if you're, if you want more character stuff along with your action, you're going to get that here as well. Yes. Um, there's some great characters here, all very memorable, and none of them are just, you know, are just one-dimensional or i don't think anyway or you know no that's it well especially because the more you find out about them um the more fleshed out that so like some things that happen and you think oh that's really obvious and then it's like there's like um story about why that happened which yeah. fleshes out the characters more yeah so you might start out hating a character and you'll end up really liking them by the end or d- d- vice versa and all the, all that sort of stuff you know yes exactly um yeah so uh, i mean are we in spoiler territory now <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, okay, let's move on to spoiler territory. I was going to sort of leave it till, yeah, but okay, no. I don't think we have enough to talk about without spoiling it now. So, yeah, if you haven't watched the show, go and watch the show now. Yeah. Um, or skip. <laughs> I find it really hard to put in the timestamps, which is why I'm not going to put any in here, really. Um, but, because it's just not designed for that, this uh, thing. But I will, um, I don't know, I'll... I'll try and figure something out. <laughs> anyway, so spoiler territory now. So if you have not watched the show, go and watch it. I promise you, well, I, hopefully you'll love it, you know, sort of thing. I think you will. It is great. I absolutely loved it. I showed it to you. I watched it first. It's really addictive. It. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I literally watched it in about two days, didn't I? Yeah. I do tend to binge watch things. When well, I same, them. same. Mm. I, I watched it pretty quick i mean i didn't watch it all because i uh i ended up letting mum catch up with me but you yeah know. um anyway so uh let's get into spoiler territory then so where do you want to start with spoilers okay so basically um we'll go to i think game uh, is it game two from their point of view so basically um at this point um so this is where usagi comes in mm because okay so we've got our three mains they've had their first game they've done the visa stuff they they've like seen they've got the visa for three days and they're like okay they, they've also yeah, found so themselves this... a little home in like a department store um and they're like trying to figure out different things so uh that's Chota... the other thing with the cards as well so the cards um so they have different suits obviously which follow the suits we cards. should have said this before but the um, numbers on the cards also relate to how much visa they can get mm. and the difficulty of the game that they're going yeah. to be playing. I mean, if you're listening to this, it's spoiler territory, so you probably know. <laughs> but, you know. Yes. Um, yes. So, okay. So, yeah, they found themselves a department store. They're, you know, and then... Um, 
Yeah, so this. So they, co- they're like discussing, aren't they? Because they're trying to figure out like where where they're what what's happened to them. And so there's in the like first discussion. Game, there's like discussion of like, oh, have they time travelled or uh, whatever? Because oh, because they've also met this woman, haven't they? In yeah. The first so game. like in the first game, basically, they find out that the games aren't always what they seem. They find out that there are people who are here who have been here for longer than they have, um, and. Um, they also then in game uh, two they find out that people have been here for shorter than they have mm. um, so they, they all come in at different times um, and they also find out how deadly this game is and the visas that they can get and you know ver- various things basically yeah um so the first... well which is you know yeah i said you know so two women join them on the first game one of them lives one of them dies um the one that lives um she she has played games before yeah uh what's her name again soup is it super chaos oh no that's not the that's not her name no i can't remember i haven't written it down either. oh come on <laughs> No, I didn't finish writing it down. Look, I've got a blank page where I'm supposed to put all these names down. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so uh, so Chota... Shibuki. It's not Shibuki, but, you know... It Ch- is, it's Shibuki Bop, because um, that's the... Sorry, <laughs> that's how I want to Look, okay, shut up. I'm trying to discuss something here. So, yeah, Sh- Chota <laughs> and... So, Chota gets his leg burned. So he stays behind at the department store and with the woman and they have a whole stuff Arisa together. and Kobe decide that they're going to do another game yeah, to before just... their visa runs out to try and get the lay of the land yeah. because they realise that with Chota's leg burnt, he's... You know, he's yeah. going to find it difficult and they want to try and get him through. You know, they're good friends. They are, yes. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> I started it while we were talking in the background. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I d- okay, sorry. So the game, right, okay. So the second game, second they meet game, a few people. Yeah. Let's get through this. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, right. they meet two characters. Well, three well, characters. Three, actually. So, right, so in the game, they meet Yusagi. I, I, I hope that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. Um, who is... Basically, who I like to classify she as spider has, woman. Yeah, she has unagi. Oh, unagi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's always constantly aware. Yeah. So she basically she's really like, uh, like fit. Not as in, you know. I mean, you know. But like. No, she is really fit. In flashbacks, you see that her father's like a mountain climber. Yeah, and, and she can like climb. She's all she, spider woman, like climbing up. Yeah, stuff. she is basically the human embodiment. I love the fact from doing that, you can't see it. It's just mum that can see you just like <laughs> pretending to climb up things. She is the human embodiment yeah. of um, um, Lara so, Croft. Yeah, so they, they team up, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Arasu. And Yusagi team up basically yeah, after basically, after episode three. Arisu takes takes a chance, shouts and says, "Look, let's work together on this one," mm. and it does work out for them. Um, yeah, because the know, tag game is pays... like the tensest game ever. I was just like literally about to explode. It is so basically in the game of tag, because um, they're like, "Well, who, who's who's it then? Who's it?" You get to find that out later on, and it is basically. 
someone with a horse's head who shoots people dead when they catch them. Yeah. So the the stakes are really high. Well, there's also a bomb that's about to go off as well. Don't forget that. Yeah, after 20 minutes, a bomb will go off in the basement. So it's like, well, oh not my in, God. Not, not uh, oh yeah, it's in the basement. But yeah, no. So basically, they've got to find a thing to stop yeah, the bomb as well. stop the bomb And as well. keep away from... Okay. There's a safe room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, basically. and then there is Chisha, who we sort of briefly see, like... He's... He is obviously the Cheshire cat. Yeah. And we see bits of him, like, he's he's standing at the top, watching everyone, and then he helps with his, like, stun laser thing. Um, He's like... Taser! His taser, yeah, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> stun laser, taser. <laughs> yeah um yeah anyway so he is basically he's very mysterious oh yes we still don't know that much about him and no. he he he's is, my favorite though i love him he is my favorite too because he is so awesome because he, he just, just has this, he you can't trust him but you cannot seriously, trust him as far as he, you can fling him. He just he twisting everything. He 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 taking all he those plans. A, he is like a twisty, no. turny little. It's, I I love how everyone's like, I would not like to be your enemy. It's like yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That is so true. You just really wouldn't because he he chooses who he um, wants to have on his side. But he also infiltrates everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah, you just... But you cannot trust and him. And can we just say... Can we just say... I know I'm skipping forward a bit here. But can we just say his sort of other person that is with him... His uh, psychic, Quina. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really psychic. But, yeah, they're sort of... They're, well, they're together, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I guess it is psychic. But, yeah, it's like, yeah. She is epically awesome. She is. I love it. She... She's so cool. Um, she is so cool. It's like, oh my goodness me. Anyway, that's that's a bit later on. So we carry on with, um, you know. And then they also meet uh, Agony. Agony. Yeah, so um, who is this sort of tough, sort of brutish. Uh, He's brutish and he also seems very um, without any um, emotion. Well, yeah, because he literally lets someone die yeah. um, without doing anything to... to in in a plan that he makes that person do. I can't really explain it, but, you know. Um, well, yeah, because basically... He sets um, them up for death, basically. Yeah. So we find out at this point that there are people working together. Yeah. And also, okay, so this is where we get our mystery. Oh, the beach. Because they come from the beach because they got, like, little... Yeah. Like, well, they, like, sort of... They're like tokens that they all have. So they know that they're all working together. For the beach. Um, which is my favourite thing. I love the beach. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> by the sea. Except it's not because it's in Tokyo. <laughs> well, there is. It, yeah, but it's not actual beach, is it? Like the whole. Yeah. No. Um. Anyway, so um, the. These two characters come in and Kobe, who we've decided is Karube. Karube or something Karube. Like that. Anyway, he he basically joins up with them because he's like, I want to know what's going on with this whole thing. Um, whereas Arasu has gone off and 
he's... Um, like, we are butchering all these names. We should just say that. We are butchering all of them. Yeah, I've probably. already apologised for this. Look, yes, I'm, I'm really very sorry. sorry. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's not like they don't say these names a thousand times. Like, 50,000 times. times. I know, but it's not, it's not our... Uh, our own tongue, is it? So, it, you know... Yeah, you I know, of... it's really weird how that works, actually, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, it's because, like, other people who don't speak English probably would find it difficult to say some of our names, it's, you know... Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's really interesting how that works. If you're brought up with one sort of language that you do find it really difficult to actually um, mimic the way that another language is spoken. Well, yeah, because there is a way of speaking that as well that we just don't have. Mm. So, yeah, it's yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so they do... Um, Arasu finds out where the safe room is. They get um, attacked by another person. Horsey with head a horsey person. head inside the room. And I think Arasu and Chisha both are yeah. in there at the time. Anyway... So, yeah, so we got that. Um, so, so they meet those characters then. I mean, I don't want to, like, explain each game because at this point, if people are listening, it's the spoiler section. So they've probably already watched the yeah, show. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. I'm really good at explaining things. <laughs> yeah. Like, in um, great depth, but I'm really bad at getting away from that side of it. So, anyway. So, okay, but this so one we... obviously helps because they help each other. Yeah, and they which is a really great moment. Oh, I, I do love the fact, though. Okay, so in episode three, we get the episode where Carabe and uh, Chota die. Yeah. In the Seven of Clubs game. Uh, seven, seven of, of hearts. hearts seven of hearts not seven of clubs yeah seven, seven of hearts trails um that's a great game because that's really so horrifying it's interesting as well because uh arasu later understands that you can be all of the games and i know that people have figured out how to beat that game i believe so it is that adds an extra layer of like oh god you know was that said later on? I really needed to rewatch this. Well, he d- he doesn't say like how you beat it. He says that you co- probably could, but I think people have worked out uh, <gasps> now how you were. No. So it adds another layer of like, oh my god, because all of these games can be beaten, and there's little things. I love the different ways. Oh my that god, you're you're just hearing my mind exploding now yeah. because I did not realize that. I'm fairly that. certain I have not watched. It, like, I have not watched, like, people talking about how you... I will watch that at some point just to see if it actually... I did have a look to see if there were any um, podcasts on Alice in Borderland, but I couldn't find it. I found a lot of playlists and soundtracks, because the soundtrack, that's the other thing we need to talk about. Soundtrack's great. It is. And and that song they play so many times, it's really tacky, but a lot of fun. It is really tacky, but a lot of fun. And I I know that from somewhere, but I can't think where. I must have... Yeah, I can't... I've kind of forgotten it now, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Right, anyway, yeah, so... um, Right, where were we going? (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, episode three. So in that episode, um, uh, Arasu is basically uh, left alone after... All of his friends die basically. Yeah, yeah, basically um, because it's only the four of them in the in the uh, seven of hearts. Isn't yeah, it? so basically, and only one can. It seems in. like only one can can get out. Uh, yeah. So in episode four, we get Yusagi and they sort of team up, which I love. 
Um, I, I, I love you, Sadie, because she starts out and she's <gasps> oh, such a mystery. I wonder if the way that you could do it is if if somebody has the wolf and you, like, lop their head off or something. Well, no, because it's the idea that everybody can live, you idiot. That would be everybody <laughs> dying. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe. Um, well, no, if the, if the I thought if it the might lambs... be a weeping angel type thing where you all look at each other at the same time. You Ooh, know how the weeping, good. you know how in Blink, uh, they get the weeping angel to look at each other and it's like a Oh, spoilers lock. for Doctor Who as well, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on. Blink is like the most famous episode. Everybody bloody knows that episode. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, no, no. If, if they, <laughs> that's, that's a good call, actually. That's a really good call. because I, wa- I wonder if walk. that was how you're supposed to do it. Although there's loads of tools, so I don't know. Maybe you were supposed to, like, I don't know, Jimmy something. Or... Well, Arisu was trying that, wasn't he? Yeah, it maybe didn't seem if, to work. Maybe but... if anyone else had helped him do that. I don't know. Yeah. It's, that's a really interesting one. That's an interesting, I have to say, that's a really interesting game. It is, yeah. The heart ones are probably the more interesting of the games, I think, to be honest. In terms of, like, psychological and how they work, yes. In terms of, like, tension, I'd say some other ones are. Um, Those ones are more, like, heartbreaking in how you watch them. Because the other hearts one, the Ten of Hearts, which is... Oh, God. The Witch Hunt is just awful watching that. Like really good but like awful it is awful because especially as it turns a spotlight on um, these human nature yeah exactly. on human nature in general not just these characters i mean you know, this is a really difficult one you for only as well, have it? to go onto twitter or whatever um and you will it's see it's the witch hunt you will see it yeah absolutely um it is. It's it's terrible. And it is human nature. And I think we have to get to grips with that, really. But um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, I, from I, the I, I, I love uh, you, Saggy, because they, they meet up in episode four again, basically. Yeah. And did I say episode five? It's episode four. Anyway. So um, in episode four, they meet up. And it's really sweet because... Basically, he's just... obviously been through some shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to swear. Him. <laughs> it's fine. I'm gonna just put has explicit been through warnings some crap. on. I I had to put explicit warnings on the other one because we were talking about Bridgerton. I was just like, I can't really not because we the stuff we're talking about is just like, yeah, that's probably not gonna fly, is it? <laughs> yeah. Because um. All the sex. <laughs> all the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, mate. Yeah. In Bridgerton, yeah, totally. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, where were we? We're talking about Usagi. Usagi, yes. Uh, she's awesome. great. I love her character. She's so sweet. Um. I. She. She's one of those ones who like. It seems like she's sort of like to start with. She's the sort of loner going out on her own. Doesn't really want to join up, and then she basically takes in Arasu kind of doesn't yeah she? basically because together. he's here's a hopeless case after the well basically he's lying game. in the street while he's it's raining lying. which <laughs> is such a mood uh, honestly it's like taken straight from a Radiohead uh video lying on the street yeah exactly just, in a video yeah just that yeah it's it's it is there is a video where someone's just literally lying on the street i'm sure there is so yeah he he is basically just like 
okay, I'm just going to die now because my friends have died. I'm going to die. And she comes along and she's just like, mm, really? I, um, I love her going, oh, uh, <laughs> when she places food next to him and she's like, you better eat that because I, I made it. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> like, I don't care, but just eat it. Because... Yeah. And she's like, your stomach wants to live. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how I feel most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> My stomach really wants to live. Always hungry. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, can, I, can we just talk about... Okay, so moving away from that then. Can we just talk about the beach? The because beach, I yes. love the beach. So basically it's this... It's beach too, technically. Um, yes. So basically this guy, Hatter, who Hatter. does have another name, but I've forgotten his actual name. Uh, no. Who basically rebrands to Hatter. Uh, it is his tea party. Um, it's but... <laughs> his tea party. He's kind of in. It's, it's party time, mates. Um, but that reveals a lot of interesting things because Hatter is probably like that. The whole beach is just such an interesting place. I know, like some people get turned off by that 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 bit, but like for me, that is probably my favourite stuff with the beach. Is just. Um, because you start out with a hatter and he's got like got this like he's selling this idea to people that like oh if you get all of these cards you can leave the country because you've got visas and that it's a yeah. country um, so basically everybody is like it's kind of like a fanatical cult and it's just it's so it's, interesting because like you also one got of those utopia sort of things. Everyone's... Utopia dystopia, yeah. Well, because yeah. you've got like this real boiling. Pot so on the kind surface of, of it, everyone's just having a great time. There's music. Partying, there's partying. There's, there's pools. There's yeah. There's drugs. There's, there's sex. sex there's, yeah. You can do rock what and you roll. Want. Rock and roll, exactly. You As just you really say. wanted to put that in again, didn't you? I did. I did um, totally. But then they obviously have to go and collect all the cards from from the game. Yeah, so basically Hatter's in charge and he says you bring your cards to me. Um and there are like, literally there are like three rules for this place. Yeah. Um and if you break them you're a traitor. Yeah. Well, and what happens to rules. traitors? What happens to traitors? You die. Death. Yeah, so there's different parts. You've got like the uh heads of the place. So you've got like sort of like the planner kind of side. I forget what they're called. Executives, I think, aren't Executives, they? Executives, yeah. So you've got so they sort of look after the place. And then you've got the militants who are like the yeah. warrior types. You've got the guns and well one's got a fuck katana. Katana, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so um okay, so the hatter immediately you look at it and you think, Oh, he's the good time guy and We kind of think he's a bit he's a bit crazy and like oh he god is, you know well obviously well, he is crazy first, because he's the mad you, hatter yeah well yeah but what i'm saying is like the first time you see him you kind of think he's kind of evil like oh my god what's he gonna do because of like his whole introduction as being the head so and this he, is really interesting because i did think he was kind of like the um you know i think he gets more like that through the episode when you first meet him he comes through the door and he seems like he's having a he good time. He seems like he's a good time guy. But then, well, yes, but he comes through the door. He's like yeah. sounding kind of nice. And then he's like, death to traitors. Yeah. Um, you collect all the cards. You have to collect the cards. Like, but they're then forced I think into it this does situation. make you feel like that you need to be really wary of the militants because they want to take over. 
Well, that's isn't... sort of uh, that's later in in the episode. I it feel is like. later in the. It is definitely it's later in the episodes. Um, because well, no, it's later in the episode in episode five because you get the whole confront confrontation with Agony and the Hatter. Uh, which is really interesting now knowing the ending as well. Because... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, you know, from, from an outsider's viewpoint, you look at it and you think, oh my God, you know, the militants are trying to take over and yeah. it's going to be horrible. Um, which it whereas, is, to be fair. <laughs> whereas actually, you know, some of the militants, agony, um, are actually not... Well, that whole confrontation is just so interesting, knowing what's loaded behind it, knowing the fact that Agony and the Hatter were once really good friends. Yeah, And the absolutely. fact that that is... Ten- like, you see the Hatter as the good guy in that situation the first time you watch it, because he's getting our two mains out of that situation. But you watch that then, and you it can just see against each the other. pain in Agony and, like, the fact that he's so tired and the fact that this is someone who's been turned against him really now. You yeah. can see that. The Hatter is now the person you're like, Christ, this is awful, you know? And, like, his speech later on with Arasu as well. Like, that, again, gets put into focus once you know about the Hatter and, and Agony and how that situation actually is. Yeah, I You think... suddenly realise what he actually means. Like, he's not, you know... Yeah, I think it it benefits from multiple watchings. It to be honest, does. because when you're um, you know when you're first watching it, I think like for me certainly, I fell into a lot of traps of thinking that people were one thing and then they turned out to be another. Which is is part but of it. It is part of it. That's kind. It of is the point. really obvious when you rewatch that that is not the you know that 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 they did do give you the. Um, information. Well, the, the thing is, they give it to you, but they give it to you in a way in which you will take, you'll use your assumptions and then they'll go, actually, look at this. It makes look. you realise your own prejudices, I think, is yeah. the, the short way of saying it. It does, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, we could talk about this series for days. Well, yeah, absolutely. We probably will return to it just like Whitechapel. I want to return to that as well. Yeah, I think we're both going to... Um, I, th- I think what we've decided as well is that we're going to do a, um, a, you know, sort of more in-depth each... Uh, I would like to do a side project, and I'm episode. hoping maybe we'll do an episode-by-episode thing. I would like to do that, but that's not, you know, that's that's... That's a hopefully in the works kind of thing. We don't know when that will be done. I mean, yeah. I want to do something like that with Doctor Who and all sorts of things. So we'll, we'll see. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds, yeah. We'll see. Well, we're going to talk about that soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So next, I'm talking about Doctor Who. Uh, and it's a book. So woo! <laughs> woo! Okay. Okay then. Hello. So yeah, Hello. Why are you saying hello? We've already introduced ourselves. (laughs) Like, this is, like, near the end of the episode. Come on. Um, So, this is the (laughs) Doctor Who segment. Um, Obviously, Mum's with me on this one. I'm still here! She's still here, yeah. I didn't just chuck her in the closet. I Um, just wanted to make you aware of the fact that I'm still here, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this this is going to be a bit different as well, not only because Mum's going to be doing it with me, um, but I'm going to be talking about a book. I'm going to be a book that a book. I haven't read. Yeah, a book you haven't read, but you're you're just here to keep me on track, really. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so 
Because I do that so well for myself. (laughs) So I'm going to be talking about the very first Virgin New Adventures book in in the Virgin New Adventures line, which is Time Worm Genesis by John Peel. So, woo! Woo! (laughs) Yeah. Um, It sounds dodgy to me. Time Worm Zoo. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't. Um, so, yeah, so this one, obviously, uh, in the 90s, after the cancellation of Classic Who, I said cancellation, technically it was put on hold, but it's, you know, it's cancellation. Um, it went on for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, when the show basically got cancelled and it wasn't going to come back to TV, uh, to TV, to DVD, um... Basically, they were like going, well, we need to put it in other mediums because people wanted to keep it alive. So obviously, you know, later in the 90s, you had um, Big Finish. I think that was sort of like 1997 or something. Not a clue. Um, I can't remember, but it's sort of late 90s that was. And obviously you had loads of comics. Uh, There was fan stuff as well. Um, And also, of course, books. Um... So, they'd already been doing uh, Target novelizations of the stories, but Virgin were the first ones, you know, when they when they came into the licence, because I think they bought up Target, I think. <laughs> Don't quote me on it. Um, when they came into the licence, they are like, let's do, um, you know, original novels for the Doctor Who licence, and they were obviously targeted... Uh, well, it literally says on the back of here, full-length science fiction novels, stories too broad and too deep for the small screen. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they were going mature with that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, all all different writers take it a different way because there are lots of different writers. Um, it's kind of like the equivalent of Torchwood, really, coming off the um, Doctor Who. As yeah, thing. well, I mean, it isn't, like, obviously they're allowed to do, like, swearing and, and sex and, and all that other stuff, um, you know, and blood and gore and, you know, they're allowed to do that, but it's not necessarily they went down that route all of the time. Like, each writer took their own approach to that, so, I mean, you know. But this particular one sounds like it did go down that route quite a bit. Yeah, um, well, okay, so a bit about the book. So this is obviously the very first one, and it's part of the Time Worm arc, which is what, you know, it was a four-book arc. They wanted to start it out and go, okay, just these four books, you know, to give an idea, to, gi- to give something people could grab onto. Um, so the book is set in ancient Mesopotamia, um, and the Doctor basically lands there, um, and it's during, so it's it's kind of based on the, uh, what was it, the Gilgamesh? Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, like, so legend saying of, Gilgamesh. The legend of Gilgamesh, basically, that sort of stuff. Um, so th- the basic premise is evil alien crash lands on Earth in Mesopotamia, um, takes over uh, the city of Kish, and is trying to do stuff that will you know, end up bad, basically. <laughs> As evil aliens do. As evil aliens do. I don't want to say too much. I mean, this is not a book that... I, I'll, I'll get into that in a minute, but, like, in case you were going to read this, I don't want to say too much. Um. So, and the Doctor lands and basically joins up with Gilgamesh. Um. 
and a few other people to try and take over the false god Ishtar, who is the alien. He's taking is... over the identity of Ishtar, the god, basically. This is sort of like continuing on from Sylvester's run. Which yeah, like, so this is... He's Sil still with Ace. Yeah, so this is Sylvester McCoy's Doctor and Ace. Um, now, the thing I should point out is that John Peel really did not like this duo, this Doctor and that companion. Uh, he preferred earlier Doctors, um... And obviously he got to do his dream of writing a book for uh, the fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane, um, which was his, you know, that was his favourite. So coming into this, I obviously, my favourite Doctor is Sylvester McCoy. That's my favourite era. Um, so obviously there's a bit of like, a, I, I don't know, kind of a wedge there of like, hey, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so it sounds um, kind of like um, he didn't sort of like write to specifically to um people who enjoyed sylvester and ace it, yeah i mean it it said i don't know the actual validity of this but i think it is true is that uh the only reason he got to he the only reason he wrote the first of these and wrote for them was that he wanted to be the first person to write a uh you know just a new doctor who book basically a new um original novel yeah. Which, yeah, it's like... That doesn't sound like the greatest of ideas, to be fair. No. So that obviously puts, like, bad John Pill. Bad. Um, <laughs> this book is not particularly loved. None of his are, really. Uh, well, okay, so he, he did target books, uh, which were, like, some Dalek ones, uh, because of... Um, because the ones written by the you know the uh Terry Nation, um he he was infamously quite difficult to hand over the license to those stories of like So these two kind of got on. Yeah, these two yeah. got on and he gave them you know, he gave those stories to John Peel. And they're very well liked, the ones that he's written for those. Not all of them. I know that the first Dalek story is not written by John Pill and they had the license, but like especially like some of the bigger ones. Um Well people have different tastes, don't they? So um with with regards to this one, what uh what was there in particular that you didn't enjoy the writing of with regards to, you know, uh Seven and Ace? Yeah, well okay, I'll I'll get on to that. So yeah, John Peel um, they like his that stuff, not so much his, like, original stuff, really. Um, so, yeah, this book is interesting. Um, I, I want to first point out that, like, this has a lot of warnings if you're going to read this book, which, I don't know, like, maybe look up a guide and, and see what the actual story of it is, um you know and then yeah. move on rather than reading this because it's not a particularly amazing book i don't think it's terrible there's just things that you have to know going into it if you are going to read it yeah i think you said to me that you, when you were reading it that um it was readable and the person um he's he a so good writer but... the, the, john peel obviously has some skill in writing um he he does. <laughs> he he's very good at writing action scenes, and he he draws the world really well. Like you know, you can really feel Mesopotamia and that. And that. Um. So th there's Which no problems there, but the ma the main problem is his character writing for the Doctor and Ace, 
and the sexism and just overall ickiness of the whole thing. Um, I'll get onto that first because I feel like that is the elephant in the room. Um, yeah, because I think you said to me, didn't you, that um, like rather than actually reading it, it'd be best off just to read an overview. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, one, obviously, yeah. I have the book, so I read it. You know, I was like, I, I, I've got the book. I'm gonna read it. Um, so. You know, and I obviously have others um, now, you know, I've started collecting them. But anyway, um, th- this was one of those cases where, yeah, if if it was a point of I had loads of others and I didn't have that one. And because that one is quite expensive sometimes. I mean, it's like in the 20s, you know, pound or range sort of thing. So I'd say if you don't want to fork out 20 quid and you can't find it cheap, you know, do look around because you might be able to, but if you can't, don't worry about it. Just look for an overview and read the other ones because they seem to be... Now, I haven't read the other ones, but, like, just move on. It it doesn't need to be read. I'm not saying you can't read it, obviously, but... No, just be aware of the context, yeah. I think, so, isn't it? So, the context of this one is... Um, so, if any of this puts you off, don't read it. Uh, we have um, a lot of just general sort of ogling of women basically and 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 Gilgamesh being a a womanizer um we also have um like young like children basically uh being fetishized in some way now it isn't talked in a good way i should say that but like that is in the book so you know, if you're gonna show yeah, that stuff, do not you. read that. Yeah. yeah, do do not read it if that is something that's gonna you know trigger you or you. Just, I mean, you know, it's not particularly nice to read about anyway, even if it doesn't. But like, you know, um, and then we also okay, so we also have um, and and this also comes into that ickiness. Uh, a big part that everybody talks about is uh, is to do with the characters in a way. So. Sylvester, Sylvester's Doctor and Ace, they're not written particularly well. Uh, They're pretty badly characterised. It's obvious that John Peel doesn't like that Doctor, so he's written him to be a bit of... He's written him to be, and I'm going to swear here, a bit of a dickhead, (laughs) you know? Um, A bit of an arsehole. He's not particularly nice he's always dismissive of ace um he he's not particularly fun to read a lot of the time there there are some good moments where you can see the doctor coming through but like a lot of the time he's just kind of an asshole um so (laughs) it's not particularly and because the thing with the seventh doctor is um so obviously he's a very mysterious doctor um and sometimes he doesn't always like give ace the full story and he can he can be a bit annoying um for ace yeah, to deal with sometimes have loggerheads don't they but yeah but like the a... thing is the doctor is not an arsehole like sylvester's doctor is not an arsehole they've got a really sweet no, exactly. a really sweet friendship um, I was saying it. It seems more he, like he, a he, he grandpa seems, 
granddaughter sort of thing. Yeah, I, almost, yeah, a bit like that, yeah. Uh, like the first Doctor and Susan, kind of. Um, you know, he it's it's one of those things where they, you know, they um he's sort of trying to teach her, it seems yeah, a lot exactly. of the time. And yeah, they just they're quite fun together, they mess about, they joke, they seem to be on the same level as well a lot of the time. Um not always, like I say, because the doctor has all his mysterious plans and yeah, can't he always does be the trusted. And then she, you know, but then that's part of the story in in the um in the actual program yeah is, is that why are you holding stuff because that yeah. means that she can sometimes she blunders in without knowing that she's ruining the doctor's plan and it's like well how how would she know because the doctor you know he is the chess master um the problem is here he's not the chess master he's an arsehole he's the arse master <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that sounds so wrong it does doesn't it <laughs> it does I, I debated whether saying that and I just wanted to because I thought it was funny. I'm really I'm I'm really I'm really I'm really gonna have to put this on explicit. I'm doing it anyway with all these episodes. Um yeah, so he is. He's he's a bit of a arsehole. Um I'm not gonna say that again. Brilliant. Uh yeah. Uh, but that okay, and then Ace is Ace is kind of levelled up to just being really annoying as well and kind of irritating. Like, instead of being, like, thinking for herself, like, she does, but the problem is it's, like, done in a way where it just comes across as irritating and, like, just constantly asking questions and getting herself into trouble and blundering into situations, which is sort of what they do, but they they make it so that, you know... Because she's a very likable character she in is, the she's series. She is great. I love it. Um, so it is annoying reading it and just being like, "Oh God," you know. Uh, they done that, her dirty. Yeah, really, truly, they did, and both of them. So the the moment that everybody talks about is uh, later in in the book, um, when the Doctor is basically he's met Ishtar. Uh, they've got back from you know, the Kish City or whatever it's called, and, and they've gone to Uruk uh, with Gilgamesh. And so something, like, uh, to to catch you up here, Ace really doesn't like Gilgamesh because he is a womaniser and he's not particularly nice and he, he you know, he's getting them in, into trouble. Um, so the Doctor's plan is that they, there's these gods... Oh, I should say I am spoiling all of this. That, um... The gods are in the mountains, basically. Uh, there's some gods in the mountains, or aliens, basically, uh, that the Doctor finds out about. And he's sending um, Ace and uh, Gilgamesh and another one, uh, another two, I think. No, no another one, um, Avram, who is a, like a little song player guy, you know. I love um, the fact that you're playing the ukulele while you're doing that. Yes. <laughs> this song player guy. Miming, miming playing I mean, you ukulele. can't see, but mum can. Song playing guy, playing the ukulele. Yeah, well, it's not really a ukulele. What is it they play in those sort of, sort of old-fashioned... Liar? Probably, I don't really know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so they take him up, and basically it's Ace with Gilgamesh, and she's really not happy about just travelling with Gilgamesh, because Doctor is going to stay behind, basically. And so she's basically 
rightly not very amused about that and worried about Gilgamesh. Um, Being a womanizer. Yeah. You can see where that's going. Yeah. So basically, now I should say there is never any sort of, it doesn't end up in, um, like, Ace doesn't end up getting, like, raped or anything like that. So if you're worried about that, that doesn't happen. Um, they manage to sort of, you know, <laughs> get along, but like, yeah. It, yeah, um, and I will say as well that Gilgamesh never, you know, is never, like, dealt anything for what happened, you know? It's, he's he's still the king of her. And, I mean, obviously it's to do with history, I get that, but, like, yeah. Um, so, anyway, so she's rightly annoyed about it and she tells the Doctor and basically... The Doctor is kind of like, um, oh, look at history. I know you don't like him, but look at it from a different perspective. Which is already, like, crappy anyway. Because it's like, oh, you know, um, just because you're in a different... You're living through this history. You can't just tell her, well, it's a different history. It's fine, you it's know. It's fine. Just, it's, it's kind of like if I went back to the 50s and was expected to just put up with... Men being the way that they were back then. Exactly. Women. And it's like, no, um, sorry, that's not going to happen, mate. And, I mean, he is quite annoyed with her I about it and everything. Um, now, <laughs> it's been a little while since I've read it, so I can't remember, like, the full everything that goes in there. But it's just a really bad moment because it's basically the Doctor going... Um, I don't care, basically. It does feel like he doesn't care in that moment. Um, and just being like, just go, you know? Um, which that's really bad because I mean, the and that's not the, the doctor, doctor either. Yeah. That's not the doctor. Um, now obviously, story relating wise, like the actual story itself, here's the thing I would like rate like a three stars. It's solid, it's pretty good, it's enjoyable for what it is. There's some action, there's some, you know, uh, the alien is evil as all heck. We love it. You know, she's this... Yeah, we love a good evil alien. Yeah. And there are some good uh, side characters. I like Avram. I like... Uh, the guy who plays the ukulele. But yeah. You... I, I like uh, Ingula, who is... I believe she's the... Um, I, th I think she's like the priestess. Just trying to remember if that's her name or not. But I think it is, yeah. Um, she's like a pri priestess. Um, but she's got a pretty good character. Um, she's not fantastic or anything, and none of them are brilliant. Um, but the thing is, I would have rated this, like, uh, a three stars, like, fairly solid, enjoyable. But the other stuff just really holds it back, and is why I can't really rate it above a two stars, really. Um, because it just holds it back. Um, and you just wish that you could get out of that mire of ickiness yeah. in the book um and it's, it's just it's kind of sad um and it's like fine if you want to read that sort of thing and and that no you know we're not judging no i but you know the problem is it's in a doctor who book and these are not the characters we know this is such a dirty deal for these characters. It's such a... And especially for the first book in the series. Like, I know there's later in the in the version of Adventures, there's books that people don't like. 
But those, you can skip, like, they're not, you know, they're not massive, arc-heavy stuff. I mean, this isn't, like, a massive arc-heavy stuff. But, like, for an introductory story, this is just bad, you know? It's just not good. It's, like, why, you know, why put this one in front? Like, I get why John Peel did it. But why? Yeah, because it seems why like did... it would have put off, like, um, you know, if 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 kids were reading this wanting something following Doctor Who, I'm pretty sure they would have been turned off. I mean, it. to be fair, it wasn't really marketed to kids. But, like, no. if fans read this and when, um, okay, here's the first novel of a new Doctor Who series in books, um, right, let's see how it is, and they read that. I I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they just went, I'm not reading any more of these because this is just not very good. This yeah. is pretty poor. And I, I, you know, and I think quite a lot of people seem to have read, like, the later stories rather than, like, the Time Worm series or even the Cat's Cradle series. Like, this, most people I seem to see seem to have, that, like, have read books from the series, seem to have read stuff like Nightshade, like, when it becomes... Um, its own th- like it standalone books and that when it becomes sort of a standalone mm. book thing. I mean there are arcs. Yeah, because this but... time worm thing is is an arc basically. Yeah, it? I mean it's not a heavy arc. I don't think I haven't read it, but you know I hear that it's not a heavy arc. So yeah, um, I don't know though. I mean you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You've it is read what it is. You're yeah. glad you've read it. Aren't I am you? glad I'm ready. Yeah, I am glad I've read it. I mean, it's not a long book, so if you're going to read it, then you know yeah. it's not. I don't think I'll long. read it, but I might read later on in the series. series. Yeah. Oh well, I'll tell you if there's any good ones. Mm. Anyway, okay. So I think I'm done with that review. I think I got done. out what I talked about. So yeah, um, that's the show again, folks. Um, so yeah, um, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at um, oh god, I've forgotten at the bl- name blathering, at blathering pod at blathering pod. Nearly forgot the name of it. <laughs> uh, obviously, you can communicate to us uh, through Twitter and see updates and everything, or you can communicate to us through the Anchor app. I think there is a uh, you know thing that you can get through there. Um, you can leave us a review. That'd be fun. And obviously, you know, share around if you like this. Hey. Um, tell your friends. Tell your family. Yeah. Get everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> tell your dogs. They'll like it. Um, the hamsters will love it. Yeah. Jinx. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, we'll see you in see the next, next episode yeah well next week yeah on sunday like yeah, we go. and we're gonna keep sunday. it quiet what we're doing next week because we've got no idea <laughs> no we haven't okay well i can't wait it's a surprise yes i can't wait to get back to you and yeah i mean this sounds like a phone call doesn't it i can't wait to get back to you oh, bye how do you end the call how do you end the call yeah exactly okay love you bye oh, you love, love you bye, bye. love you